It's time for the Thursday, June 24th installment of the Daily Wager podcast. Game three in the NBA Western Conference Finals. Game six between the Golden Knights and Canadians. And of course, our beloved baseball. Sit back and relax for the next 10 minutes as we get you set for today's betting action. Welcome, welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Joe Fortenball alongside the man, the myth, the legend who predicted the Hawks upset last night, Tyler Foljam. Well done, sir. Well done indeed. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know if it's legendary. I think Trey Young with his shimmy and his 48-point double-double was far more legendary than me guessing the Hawks could win that game. Very humble of you to put Trey Young's <laughs> performance above your own. That will be noted for the record. Let's start with the NBA tonight. We have the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers. Suns are laying one. Total is 221.5. Game three of the Western Conference Finals. The Suns lead the series 2-0. ESPN, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. Side total props. Where are you going? I'll look at props. Uh, I do think the Clippers are still overmatched, especially with Chris Paul getting back. But that's where I want to focus my attention is CP3's return to the lineup. His point plus assist prop is 25.5. Minus 120 is the price. Also, if you're feeling a little frisky, you can predict a double-double at plus 170. You know I like a juicy payout. Let's look at Chris Paul this postseason. Against the Lakers, 9 points per game, 7.7 assists per game, 28 minutes per game. What was the issue with Chris Paul against the Lakers? Shoulder injury. He had a shoulder injury. Now that shoulder is all healed up. He takes on the Denver Nuggets in a sweep, 25.5 points per game, 10.3 dimes per game, and 35 minutes per game on the floor from Monty Williams. That's a nice bump. Mm, Shoulders seem fine. We know the shoulder was not the issue as to why he was missing the first couple of games of this series, so it should be even healthier than it's been at any point in this postseason. And you know CP3 is just itching to be out in a conference final game trying to help his squad get to the postseason. So I will play CP3 over 25.5 points and assists. And a little action on the double-double as well at plus 170 because I don't think there will be any minutes limitations for CP3 in tonight's matchup. Nicely done. I will begin by laying the one point with the Suns. I think the Clippers caught every break imaginable in game two and still could not find a way to close it out. Uh, All the calls with the officials late, the reviews, the tip out of bounds, all that stuff, they still couldn't find a way. Paul George misses two free throws, the valley oop, as our friend Doug Kazarian (laughs) likes to say, to seal the deal. But more importantly... Phoenix shot 23% from deep in game two. That's the worst of 12 playoff games for them this year. It's the sixth worst shooting performance in 84 games this season. If you can't beat them on a night where they're that bad, where Devin Booker has to exit with a nose injury, where everything breaks your way in the fourth, why am I now going to believe you're going to turn it around in game three when, oh, by the way, CP3 coming back, bringing that shot of life to a team that's already jacked up. Phoenix is four in road, one Excuse me, four and one on the road this postseason, winning by an average of 12 points per game. Suns go up three nothing in the series. I like them to cover the one. I'm also going to go back to the well with Reggie Jackson over 18 and a half points, <laughs> minus 125. 11 games with Kawhi Leonard this postseason. Jackson averaging 12 points on 11 shots and has exceeded 36 minutes just twice. Without Kawhi Leonard in four games, he's up to 23 points on 16 shots. 36 minutes or more in all four games. The usage rate is through the roof without Leonard. He got to 19 points with 7.55 remaining in the fourth quarter of game two. Took one more shot, missed it, did not go over the 19 and a half. This is back to 18 and a half. I will play Reggie Jackson once again. Another Let's... thing helping out your boy Reggie there too is Marcus Morris, who would be the other guy to help pick up the slack without Kawhi Leonard is kind of banged up right now. So 
really the only healthy Robin that uh, Paul George has is Reg. Shoot, Reggie, shoot. <laughs> to the ice we go, game six between the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. Montreal leads the series 3-2. This is at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Knights come in on the road as a favorite, minus 145. The Canadians are plus 125 on the comeback. Total set at five. The over-juiced, minus 125. The under at plus 105. Any thoughts here? Yeah, I do think the Canadians have better than a plus 125% chance, so to speak, of cutting or, or, or ending this series on their home ice. But I'm going to attack the total under five flat, plus 110. I like the price there. And every game in this series, Joe has featured exactly five goals, except for one. That was game four. It went to overtime and ended with a 2-1 Montreal victory. So we've seen nothing more than five goals in any of the five games that have been played in this series. I think in a game six where the Canadians and their defensive mindset want to end it on their home ice, are going to play a very physical, tough-style brand of hockey, rely on Carey Price to try and advance them to the Stanley Cup Finals. We know Vegas is known for their defensive prowess as well. I know the goaltending situation has been a little fluid there, but with this game north of the border and Montreal, I see Montreal more likely dictating the type of game that is played, and Montreal wants to play a low-scoring defensive game. That's why I'll go under. The over has not cashed at this threshold in any game this series. At the worst, it's pushed. People who are listening to this right now don't know where we're doing this. We're doing this podcast in the Daily Wager studio where there are no fewer than at least a half dozen Knights fans sitting around us. Quietly, I will pick the Canadians plus 125 <laughs> to win this game. I don't understand, A, why they're the underdog when they've been better in the series, and B, watching Vegas, they look like they're out of gas. Seven games in the opening series against Minnesota took a lot out of them. Then they go and they have the big comeback against uh, Colorado, the top-seeded team in the second round, winning in six. Carey Price has been nasty for the Canadians. At plus 125, I think it should be Pickham, or Montreal should be a small favorite playing at yep. home. I will take the plus money here. Anything on the baseball card tonight? Yeah, Blue Jays at home taking on the Orioles. You have, like Baltimore? Have, no, I don't <laughs> like Baltimore. When was the last time Baltimore won a road game? Are they still riding like, what, a 19-game losing streak? straight. 19. I'm going to suggest that it gets to 20 against the Blue Jays, but I'm going to play the Blue Jays' run line, so the Blue Jays have to win by at least two runs. Oh, by the way, the Orioles got blanked 10-0 last night by the Houston Astros. So I think minus 105 is why I like that. I'm trying to get a better price because I do think the Blue Jays can win by at least two runs. The biggest reason why, even though the Blue Jays starter is not that great, Dean Kramer is on the bump for Baltimore, a right-hander who is allowing an 872 OPS against this season. That basically makes every hitter that he faces the equivalent of Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge <laughs> is like an 880 OPS, 875 OPS. He's allowing 2.37 homers per nine and 1.5 base runners per inning, a 6.2 ERA. So congratulations on making it to the big leagues, D Dean Kramer. You're better than I, but you're just not good so far this season. I think the Blue Jays, with their potent lineup, will take advantage of that and hang a lot of crooked numbers on the board. Baltimore should forfeit all road games. They're losing them anyway. <laughs> and just save themselves the travel and the expense of flying around the country. 8.15 uh, p.m. Eastern, your beloved St. Louis Cardinals hosting the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cardinals a big favorite, minus 153, total of nine. I'm going to play the Pirates at plus 143. Pittsburgh is bad. I mm -hmm. want to make sure everyone's well aware of that. They are a bad baseball team that was to be expected the Cardinals are also bad that wasn't necessarily expected especially after they signed third baseman Nolan Arenado or made the trade with Colorado this past offseason Cardinals over the last 19 games five and 14 they've got a minus 42 run differential this season that's fourth worst in the National League the key here is the fact that Carlos Martinez is pitching for the Cardinals how are you minus 153 in a game with a pitcher who has been 
miserable this season. 6-6-2 ERA. He's given up 25 earned runs and 10 walks over his last 14 and two-thirds innings pitched. There's nothing here that makes me say Pittsburgh is the better team. I just look at the price and say there's no way the Cardinals should be this big of a favorite given how they've been playing and who's on the mound. That is a wrap, boys and girls. Ten minutes as promised. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to check us out on Daily Wager every weekday on ESPN2 starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Good luck tonight.